now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 558th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my group of spectacular co-hosts. We've got the one and only, the grandeur of sass, we've got Sublime Manic. I am the grandeur of sass, but also class, and maybe, what else, some other things that rhyme too, you know, (laughs) how y'all doing? (laughs) And we've got the one and only Game Master himself, Linian. Hello, it's like 7am. It is, welcome to this time zone, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know what it's like to record from the West Coast. The West Coast, Best Coast. West Coast, Best Coast. All right, but welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game and everything in between. Worlds is actually going on this weekend, um, so this episode mm-hmm. is going to be recorded a little weirdly, uh, oddly, if you pay attention. Everything but the topic today will be recorded at once. Uh, the topic we're going to wait because they're going to drop a uh, Scarlet and Violet trailer tomorrow on Sunday. We typically record on Saturday. and. Uh, yeah, we'll see how good that is. I, I'm excited to see mm. what it is. Very. Yeah. We, I need more. The, the fact that they announced it at the beginning of the event, too, means that, like, it's got to be something, right? I, they could also just bait us. In which case, expect our topic about the top five, no. bottom five. No. <laughs> no. I, you know, you know what? You know, it's really upsetting, like, logistically, like, those perform very well, those episodes. <laughs> We'll, we'll do top five, bottom five worlds revealed Pokemon. You know, real niche category. Oh, that's true. Uh, I don't know if they'll reveal Pokemon. I, I honestly don't know what they'll reveal, though. I, I They'll reveal the new TCG mechanic, and I hope the new TCG mechanic is just Delta Species. I, I hope it's just, we printed cards with 600 HP. We no longer care Please about no. you. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be some kind of two-prizer type deal. What I really hope, in my heart of hearts, is like a as a recent... What what do we call them? As a returning TCG player is just to be done with like so like EX existed for a very long time in very different formats or very different forms I should say EX was a different type of card but EX was like around for a very long time then we decided oh well why don't we just switch it to GX which makes sense because like E and G G comes after E in the alphabet so like okay fine whatever and then they're just like mm, what about V, v. Pokemon V and it's just like, I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, what I really wish they would do, because they did some really cool stuff with, like, the V-Star and the V-Max. I would love for, like, Terra types to be, like, VT or something. So, like, it's just an evolution off the V-Card. I hate saying V-Card. Um, but it's, uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I really wish they would, uh... I, I really hope they just, like, continue V so that we have V forever. And they just, like, no. make the evolution the quote-unquote gimmick. I don't know. I'm just tired of gimmicks in Pokemon. What? Give me a vanilla I'm Pokemon sorry. game. <laughs> That's never gonna happen. I know. I'm, I'm just tired. Because this is the first gimmick I like in a long time. I, I hard agree with you, actually. Terrestrialization uh, is probably 
my second favorite thus far. Uh, like it after could change mega, after, after megas, mega, after same. megas. Yeah, yeah. I I like it better than Zebus, and I like it better than uh, than uh, Dynamax. Yeah, it's like uh, making me play with Godzilla. No, making me play with bedazzled Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> I think more for me, it's just that. I don't know, like, Dynamax was very cute competitively, like, strategically. A lot of cool stuff with Dynamax. Sure, especially because it was timing with three turns. Yeah, and, yeah there's a very it was, yeah, and the moves did certain stuff. Like, yeah, it, it was it was very cool yeah. competitively, but I don't know. I, there's part of me that's just like, like, I love competitive Pokemon, but I also really like just returning to just like, yeah, give me something simple. Give me something to be excited about. I don't think this is it, but <laughs> but it's, it's it's less insulting, I think, than Dynamax, where they're just like, we wanted every Pokemon to be special, except for these other ones that we made special, like Charizard. We didn't think anybody loved Charizard enough, so we gave him another form. I can't wait for a special Terrasilized Charizard, who, when he becomes Dragon-type, gets a different Crystal Hat than every other Dragon-type Terra, Terra but the, Pokemon. But that's it. That's the only difference. It, probably. No, uh, they'll get adaptability. Like they'll get it as if they were already that type. Yeah, it's something then... stupid. It'll be something stupid. <sighs> They're gonna be like, "Yeah, we did it." So every Pokemon would be equally special, and then it's just like, "Yeah, but these are more special." <laughs> Pokemon is becoming Animal Farm. It's just yeah, you know, some yeah. are more equal than others. No, that's legitimately what they do, though, right? It it really is. That is what that that is legitimately what they've been doing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what anything been going on with you guys, Pokemon wise, other than like waiting for Worlds to happen. I, Worlds has been exciting. Yeah, actually, yes, I logged into Pokemon Unite for the first time in 300 days this week. Oh my gosh, you've been missing all like the one year anniversary stuff. It's been good. That's why I logged in was for the one year anniversary because I had a friend tell me like, "Oh, they're giving away a bunch of licenses," and I'm like, "They were okay. Yeah, they are. I will. No, they still are. Like, I yeah. got them. I'm getting them." Uh, so that was good. Uh, I haven't really gotten back into playing it. I've just been kind of logging in, doing like a couple of like matches on the computer just to re-familiarize uh, myself because it had been a while. There's a lot of new Pokemon. It like mm-hmm. when I opened this uh, screen, it's like, oh my gosh, what happened? This is so much busier. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty busy. The the UI is uh, a a mess, a mess. We're gonna go with a mess. Uh, it, it's uh. more functional than it used to be, only because beforehand it was just painfully slow. Mm. And now at least, like, it's responsive. Yeah, I have no idea what to purchase. Yeah. I'll figure something out. They, the problem is, like, they have dailies, but they're all, all the dailies are hidden in, like, three different menus. And you mm. have to go click each one. I hate it. Yeah, way too many menus for collecting things. To be way fair, Pokemon Go kind of does the same thing, but Pokemon Go is... Far easier to get to. I need a collect all button. That's all I need. I just need to collect all button. But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you collect all button for literally everything. Yes, for everything. Yes, for everything. Yes, because like if you do battle pass and then like the regular events and then like the one year anniversary events, it's just too much. You have to like go, you will take ten minutes just going through and collecting all of your dailies. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I haven't played mm-hmm. since uh, season one though. So uh, when I logged in, I just found out I'm still veteran rank. I'm like, okay, yeah, we're right here. We love yeah. that. Yeah, no, no, they they don't like yeah. decrease you as badly as I think Sword and Shield do. I loved it. Yeah, it was it was very convenient. I was very appreciative. So yeah, yeah. yeah Meanwhile, yeah. I only got a twenty percent gift, and then I found out that that's a mess. Yeah, yeah. That's been my update. I didn't use it, but I'm glad I didn't. Cause, 
Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They give a, they gave out a lot of stuff though. Like they Pokemon Unite's been pretty good in the past year, as long as you ignore the ethics of the company that made it. it it's been doing pretty well. Well, not true for any company though, you know. Yeah, it's just more true. Just like how we're talking about more equal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These Pokemon are more special. This company's this company's more uh more trouble. You know. I mean, I I don't uh, I don't entirely disagree with you. Uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't been able to do too much. I, I streamed on, on Tuesday and then I, I took the stream off on Thursday because I got rear-ended, which is a whole other story that doesn't need to be on the podcast. But, <laughs> and, but yeah, so I haven't done too much. I've just been playing TCG, like staying in, uh, staying in shape so that I know what I'm doing. I play a little bit of VGC. Actually, one, uh, I was actually pretty happy with the triple tri-attack tournament. God, uh, or triple tri-attack triathlon. Uh, I won. I was like the only one on my team to to win my match, and I was pretty. I was pretty excited about that. Because hmm. uh, I don't know, like I haven't played a lot of VGC this year, but I've played you know enough to like know what's going on. Because you know mm-hmm. this meta, this meta is garbage, and I was pretty excited because like I actually won with some Pokemon that like I wasn't super familiar with, and it was it was a good time. I don't know because you're forced to because like your my partners wanted like Zacian and Kyogre, so it's just like okay, well I can't play Zacian Kyogre. We should figure something mm-hmm. else out. And so, yeah, I, I was pretty happy. I was I was impressed with myself. That was pretty exciting. Good for you. You should be. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I mostly I mostly stalling this segment because there's things in the news that I just want to go off on about. <laughs> well, uh, I've officially hit uh, over seventy percent in my goal of playing with every uh, non-legendary uh, Pokemon in a at least one run through of a game. That's bold. Uh, I have a massive uh, Excel sheet. I should probably check a list like that. I feel like I've done a lot. I feel like I've already done a lot. Have you used Basculin and Gulpin, though? Have you, though? I've used Basculin because that was very easy to do in Legends Arceus. Well, in Arceus, that's fair. That's fair. That's true. But what about something like Gulpin? It's one of those things where I count all forms as relatively equal. Yeah. But I'll do Vileplume and Blossom, but I'll only do like one Vulpix. You know what? Yeah, that's Vulpix that's is, fair. No, that's because there's one. Let's talk about more equal Vulpixes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, one of the Vulpixes is much more equal than the other. <laughs> yeah. The problem is at this point, I'm down to Pokemon that's like, oh dear, I need to do a run that's uh centret hoot hoot and leiba oh this will be fun that sounds like a blast actually yeah, you do a heart gold soul silver yeah take them both i'm slowly It'll working on uh the next one that i'm going to do which for giggles is a monotype x and y run because uh, i love x and y fur fro isn't in a lot of games and i'm no. like wait i also need not roly coly it's morning but i also need like bunnelby and uh, what's the uh, helioptile? So it's like I can I can throw a mill tank on this yeah, team. A yeah. Jigglypuff. Mono normal is deceptively not just normal types anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? This this will be a fun. Well, Gen Six added a lot. Gen Six helped a lot, so that's a good place. Yeah. Litleo is another one I need to do. Yeah. So Litleo's like, in it. I kind of got a decent type spread. Also, Gen Six. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly fully expect that most of those Pokemon will probably make an appearance in Scarlet and Violet because just by the trailer, they've like purposely been showing us Pokemon that haven't that weren't in Sword and Shield. 
Yeah. Be better. I'm waiting for Snivy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that might that might be a hot second, but I believe it'll be there eventually. Yeah, but I think it will happen this generation because we're due for Gen Five at this point. So I think it will absolutely happen. I think I think any any of like the 200 Pokemon that weren't in Sword and Shield will probably at some point make an appearance in Scarlet and Violet. They've also they've already like closed that gap pretty significantly. Actually, I think they've shown off like something like 100 Pokemon already, 100 or 200 in the trailers, mm-hmm. which is a lot for two trailers or three trailers that we've gotten. Mm-hmm. They've like shown like 200 some Pokemon. We're very close to 200, I think, if I'm not mistaken. It's either 100 or 200, which is definitely two very different numbers. Uh, <laughs> uh, but a lot of the, a lot of the Pokemon that they have shown weren't available in Sword and Shield, like at all. So I'm very, mm-hmm. like, like we, we've got, uh, we got Florges confirmed, Sawsbuck of all Pokemon. <laughs> like, that's, uh, I mean, it was missing, so Pokemon. that, that's a pleasant, yeah. less pleasant. Mm-hmm. I mean, Houndoom wasn't present in S- S- Sword and Shield. That's confirmed. He's the best boy. Come on, yeah. Venonat, which just hasn't been in a Pokemon game ever. Um, in a, yeah, we yeah. Were, who pointed out that it hadn't been in a Pokedex yeah. like, since yeah, a regional deck since how long? Like yeah, since I want to say like I think Gen two, Gen two. Yeah. Like it's it's been forever. Yeah, it's literally been forever. Which, on one hand, I'm glad he's coming back. I'm glad it's available. On the other, that Pokemon is prime for a regional. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it hasn't gotten anything. And they've been doing, you know, all the Gen 1s get something, so. That would be one if I saw, like, regional Venomoth or Venonat. I'd be like, yeah, good. We'll get special Terra-type. We'll get special Terra-type Venomoth. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, very quickly, uh, things like Hoppip, Mareep, Sunkern. Murkrow and Mischievous, which oddly, if you do recall, were not available, <laughs> or at least Mischievous wasn't. That absurd. That hurts my soul. That hurts my soul. Uh, Fanfi, Pineco, uh, Slackoth, Hariyama. There's so many. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's good though. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Vampy. There's that a second H, and I have been bothered by this forever because everyone's like Vanfi. I'm like, no, it's no, it's, it's Fanfi. Fanpi. Fanpi. Yes, you are correct. Yes, but uh. uh We'll we'll leave that correction uh, as the way to end this segment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end it on me being a pedant. Yeah. Uh, All right. But yes, we are going to kick it on over now to uh, to the news because there's quite a bit of news to talk about. So let's cue that epic music. And welcome to the news. Our news today, we've got a few things to talk about. First and foremost, uh, well, a lot of this is actually pretty fluffy because Pokemon Worlds is happening right now. But TPCI has unveiled a five-year plan to donate at least $25 million to organizations dedicated to improving the lives of children and supporting social equality. You can just send that check to me, but thank you. That's cute. I like it. I'm into yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it be really bad to have a hot take on this one. You know what? Kids don't need money. You know what? I don't want kids to be treated equally. <laughs> I just really want them to, uh, I want them to suffer, you know? But yeah, wh- who has a hot take on this? Yeah, this is, this is just a good it's thing. Good news. It's just, it's, it's a good feel news. good story. Yeah. We love it. We love starting with the feel good story. I don't know where Sigma got this, but, it, uh, I'll let you read the, the purple one. 
Oh yeah, I'm just so perplexed by why this is news. <laughs> yeah. Seedless Calyrex is the focal point for this year's Halloween theme. Wow, cute. No, my favorite thing about Halloween and Pokemon this year is that they decided to do booster packs um, for candy. Love that. Yeah, I think they drop on the first. You can start getting them from Pokemon Center and everywhere else. But like, they essentially will send you like a bag of like 18 three-card booster packs mm-hmm. to give out instead of candy. So I think that's pretty neat. Um, the problem is, is I, I, like, I have never been, I have never been like in the middle for a number of kids coming to my house for Halloween. I'm either on one end of either spectrum of no one or thousands. No one comes, or they just come straight for just just kids for two hours. You know, I mean, I guess I could buy one and then I'll just let my wife open it. <laughs> Maybe that's what I do. Buy two. Buy two. Buy two. Buy two. Just, just, just in case. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if they don't, you got two. I buy candy every year, and no one comes. Well, uh, I've got some good news to make up for uh, your lack of trick-or-treaters. Yes. Uh, Zashin and Incineroar will not be seeing play in the immediate post-worlds metagame, because there isn't one. I know. It's amazing. Yeah, oh my gosh. There's so much news about play Pokemon post-worlds. It's insane. Yeah, they've just strangled uh, VGC until... Uh, letting it yeah. come back, presumably with Scarlet and Violet in January. Uh, they did. They did already schedule events for January, so it is. It is coming back, right? Uh, with Scarlet and Violet, so they've they've just decided to uh, put Sword yeah. and Shield out of its misery. Yeah. Well, the uh, the well, it's because they ruined the format. To be fair, they ruined it because they like kept us in GS Cup for so long. Because they they could have done ban lists, and I think things would have been way healthier. But whatever. I mean, at, at this point, I think what they want to do is not have to deal with it during launch again, which if I remember during Sword and Shield, there was this like, at the very beginning, kind of this weird ragged edge, and I don't think they liked that. And they're just like, you know what, if we just leave it for a good couple months, the metagame will stabilize, people will be playing that no matter what, they're going to be playing competitively no matter what, they don't need that, and then when it's stabilized, we'll pick up the meta. They actually have stuff on the website about it <laughs> that like their official their official statement, because this this is on like one full page for the whole championship series, which mm-hmm. is uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit. But um, the TCG championship series largely or not TCG, uh, the Pokemon with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet releasing later this year, we will reevaluate the structure of the 2023 VGC circuit. After the 2022 World Championships, there will be no video game championship series events until January 2023. When all competitive events will be played in Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, mm-hmm. more information will be released later in 20. 20- I assume I, the, the problem with the circuit right now is they have Pokemon coming out for Christmas every year mm-hmm. and they want to have worlds in August. Mm-hmm. And they, they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot with that to some extent. And I can understand if you can't put worlds at the end of the year, that makes no sense. It, it also makes it extremely expensive for not only them to find space to host, um, yes. but it. Travel costs in August are cheap. It's also outside of the school year for a lot of people. Yeah, like they, they kind of can't move it much. Yeah, yeah, so it's a whole thing. I don't know. It, they're doing a lot of moves, and we'll talk about it later. But yeah, it's a, mm-hmm. I, I wonder if they're going to restructure it a little bit. There's a lot of other weird things that are happening that are sad, and we're hoping uh, we'll come back. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, where are we next? Uh, oh, Pokemon Unite. Sublime, I know you've totally right. been playing it. So much. Like, don't you know? I'm like, that guy. Anyway, um, a new map, the Thea Skyroom, uh, has been announced, and it's got Rayquaza on it. Yeah, I don't think they've actually said anything. 
It's just got new Pokemon. I think it's the same map, but just new Pokemon. If I remember looking at it, it had different jungle routes. So, hey, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into it. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Sometimes just a little bit of something new. I don't know if they're going to kill the old one in favor of this, or if it's going to be like a... I assume it's probably going to be like either randomize or daily rotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta keep it fresh. It's probably gonna be a daily rotation, because they already do that with, uh, what's it called? The quick play mode, yeah? The quick play mode. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, this is, like, the creme de la creme. This is, like, what I really want to talk about. <laughs> Get ready for, like, almost a mini topic. Uh, the regional schedule for this year has been announced, which is very exciting for so many reasons. One, because, like, I'm planning on going to a lot of these. <laughs> um, because I'm actually gonna go compete with Seth this year. Um, and on top of that, at least for 2022, like the remaining of tw- remainder of 2022, they've canceled essentially League Cups and Premier Challenges, which is kind of insane because that is where you could go get like a little bit of a few points here and there. And so the only way to get championship points right now are through either uh, regionals or international challenges, mm. which is kind of hefty. Mm-hmm. But uh, they announced like they announced something like 12 of them or 10 of them for the US and then added two more the next day. So... We're just going to go through. Uh, I'm going to go give you like a huge list. All these dates start on a Friday, but the competition itself doesn't start until a until Saturday. That is what they've noted on the website. So in North America, um, I'm not going to go through everywhere else because most of the people that listen to the show are in North America. Uh, we've got Baltimore on September 16th. So that's like coming right up. And it's still in this current TCG meta, by the way. Uh, it's before uh, Lost Origin actually becomes legal. Uh, Peoria, Illinois is scheduled for the 29th, which is a Thursday, but that's probably a typo. Uh, Salt Lake City is happening on October 14th. Toronto, Canada is happening on December 2nd. Arlington, Texas is happening on December 16th. There is the International for Latin America in November before that. Um, and Sigma didn't finish writing all of these. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. There's San Diego on January 6th. Florida, which is happening in uh, Orlando on February 3rd. February 24th is going to be Knoxville Regional Championships. Uh, Vancouver is on March 10th. Charlotte is going to be on March 24th. Fort Wayne, Indiana is going to be March 31st. Uh, Portland on May 5th. Uh, May 19th will be Hartford. And June 16th will be Wisconsin. I think I've actually scheduled myself for like four of these so far. <laughs> um, one of them is a question mark. But like, if there are any of those that you guys live near and you want me to go to, let me know. I might, I well, might make the trip. Well, you have two of us near Portland right here, so no. Yeah, it, if I do if Portland, here, it's going to be like a vacation. We can do the whole PNW party crew, you know? We'll get Basket, we'll get Jashiro. It, it's going to be a party. We'll be rolling deep. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, I'm i going to yeah, go... If I'm we if I do that, I'm probably going to turn into a vacation with my wife, so we'll see. I mean, in worst case, we'll definitely meet up, but mm. we'll definitely meet up and hang out for a day. But I might I might just turn into a vacation with my wife at that point. Go go play some Pokemon and then vacation. Yeah, I, right now right now there's four, but like a lot of them are question marks. <laughs> like which like it's it's between one or the other. Like I might I I'm actually very much looking into going to Arlington in December. Um, I'm sorry. I actually yeah I spoke with Tank. Uh, this is Arlington, Texas, by the way, not Arlington, Virginia. Uh, yes, but, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we knew. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I I when I hear Arlington because I work for the U.S. government, I think of Arlington, Virginia. Hmm. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so it's in Arlington, uh, Texas. I'm probably going to go there and hang out with, I mean, it's in December, so it won't be hot Texas, which will be nice. <laughs> just, just, that's what you think. Just pick up oh, some my- propane and propane accessories. Uh, that's Arlen, not Arlington. It's all, it's our Texas. It's fine. And, uh, but yeah, I'm planning, I think I'm going to do that one. 
um as like my i might do that as like a trip by myself because i told my wife i'm like i don't know if i should do it you know i i feel bad not going places with you she's like no no you never do anything for yourself go do it so hmm. uh i might i might be at that one my only my only qualm with it is that it's like literally the weekend before christmas uh, if it's just a weekend i can do it there's a direct flight i could do it that's fine um i'm looking at that one knoxville is 100 percent happening like i'm going to knoxville regionals because it's very close to where i live um same with fort wayne so like those three are happening and then it's a choice between either vancouver or portland and that's going to depend on what my wife wants so like those are those are like the four i'm planning on hitting and i'm gonna go I'll probably play tcg probably not vgc this year what's the deck uh i mean it's the deck is probably going to change it's each too time. far from the future right yeah the yeah. deck's probably going to change each time right uh right now i'm i've been playing palkia ice rider which I, I've yeah. been a big fan Love of. Love Yeah. Very fun. And, uh, I mean, if I were to play in, like, Peoria, because I think Seth's planning to go to Peoria, Illinois, in, a, in, like, a month, um, I would probably play Giratina, but I don't know if, uh, I, I don't know what the meta's gonna be on December 16th quite yet, because I haven't looked too much at the set after Lost Origin. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I have to take a look at that before I uh, make a huge, huge, huge play. But yeah, I, I am very excited for this. I am really bummed, though, about, league cups i was like oh i'd really love to go play in like small local tournaments and they're just like nope <laughs> yeah because that would make your life happy uh, <laughs> i want to learn i just want to like go play in person and right now the only way to really do that is to, like go play like a pokemon 1k but finding those is actually really difficult hmm. uh, at least in my experience if somebody can help me find 1ks in around the dayton ohio area let me know but yeah uh let's move on let's move on to the news all right uh pokemon go this is you Linian. Yeah, uh, reminder, Go Fest finale is this Saturday, so I uh, get those Ultra Beasts, I uh, get the shiny Unovan monkeys, because man, they're already running out of everything. Uh, well, the monkeys are, uh, the monkeys are actually... That's worse, though. Uh, yeah. Get them with incense, have fun, and prepare yourself for next week's bloated Go News section. Yay. Because they're going to be all about their roadmap with Gen 7, I guess. I mean, they're already doing. They're already doing Gen. 7. Yeah, but they'll probably tell us like, "Hey, over the next six months, here's everything we're going to be doing." I just caught Dupite. As Seth has repeatedly informed me against my will, it is pronounced Dupiter. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so finally, our Puckles Pokey prediction in Generation Eight, Game Freak made a handful of abilities immune to intimidate. The ever-present force of VGC, not that rattled matter. Do you think they will take further action to weaken Intimidate in Scarlet and Violet? Uh, mm. yes. No. <laughs> I, I think they'll nerf no. it. I think they'll nerf it. Hear me out. This is how they'll nerf it. Once per battle. It only works once per battle. I don't know of any other ability that works that way. So, no. I think they're gonna go, job's done, dust their hands off, because there were options. I think if anything, they might like make a new ability that happens to also be immune to it and then just give attackers more options to be immune to it. But no, I I don't think they're going to touch it. I think they will. They I mean they nerfed uh they nerfed Gale Wings pretty hard, so once. Well, I guess we'll find out. I mean Gale Wings was I mean Gale Wings. Yeah, Gale Wings was Gale Wings. Gale Wings was on another level. Intimidate's been the same. It's the same strat every year. So, I mean. Just run special attackers, you know? Just run special attackers. Or, or yes. if you really want to nerf Intimidate, all they had to do is not make it hit both. Just have it pick the slot directly opposed to you. Yeah, I agree with that, too. They that might do that, too. fine. <laughs> they might do that, too. Yeah. 
But that's the only, I can only see them tweaking Intimidate itself, not doing more weird stuff. Maybe they'll have like all fighting types immune to it for some reason. Oh yeah, that could be their thing. I'd be into that though. I'd be into that. Having like a specific type be immune to it, kind of like how dark types are immune to prankster. Yeah, or leech seed or what have you. Etc. at all. All right. Okay, so that's it for the news. We're going to kick it on over now to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Hello and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to our Poke Quiz. Thank you for that introduction. With our, without further ado, we are going to jump right into it. Our first question this week is going to come to you from Farmer Fox. Farmer Fox wants to know which Pokemon that is part of a two-stage evolution line evolves at the lowest level. This is all by leveling, so you can't include like a Pokemon that evolves like with a stone or something. Like you can't be like Eevee because it evolves at level one, right? Well, that Eevee isn't two-stage. It would be Porygon. Um, it, no, this is uh, by I, I two know. stage. By two, two stage, stage one and two, not three. N- there, there is no stage two. There's just you just have a stage oh. one Pokemon on the TCG. That's what this question is about. Uh, well, I, does anything evolve before like level five with Caterpie in them? Or oh well, wait, those no, are those are stages. okay. I see. The whole line is just a got it. It's just two, one guy and then another. Okay. Um, hmm. It's got to be one of those early things. I mean... Not rodents, but, like, it won't necessarily be a rodent, but you know. Yeah, I just... I'm trying to think of the super early game. Like, it's gotta be something... Something, um, super early is game. Is there only one winner, or is it a tie? Tha- or is it a tie? It's only one, actually. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Uh, here I was thinking, well, maybe there's, like, more than one thing. Are there any... So it's gotta be, like, a super early game... Probably bug type, because those are known for evolving really early. Uh, come on, P2, don't fail me now. Um, I, like, I'm about to say, well, it's not Lopany. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's not a by le- It doesn't evolve by leveling. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, evolve by leveling. Uh, they so changed that, that in uh, P2 because they don't really have a friendship mechanic very much. Uh, they should make one. Uh, no, it would it would be worse. <laughs> We gotta get one. We gotta get one PTU in here, okay? It's the equivalent of milestones. Um, uh, it's got to be something around. It's got to be a. What's an early game single stage? Oh, 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 oh! I've got it. Huh? Cricketune. Cricketune. Sure, I'd be down for yeah. that because I know that you. Because can... I was thinking, because so many of the bugs have like, uh, perversion, like. Not perversion, but what? there's one perversion. One per each version, like a uh, split. Like, I was thinking, oh, maybe Letty, but I'm like, wait, no. You might just say perversion. Perversion. Version. Thank you. Yeah, you got to get that space Most in between Most people say them. version exclusive. Yeah. 
<laughs> one per. Well, you know. Probably to prevent uh, the same thing that just um, happened. It's early. <laughs> I'm tired but, still. But no, that makes uh, sense. Because I remember like, you could get yeah, Crooked Tune. Crooked Tune is the only one. You could get yeah. Crooked Tune really early, and it was already evolved, so no. <laughs> that makes the mustache on it so much worse, but I think Crooked Tune is our final answer. Crooked Tune is correct. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it evolves at level... Cricketot evolves into Cricketune at level 10. Hey. I figured it would be level 10. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, your next question is going to come to you from Jeremy. This is a question about the anime. In the beginning of the XY anime, what was the first Mega to appear to Ash? Sublime, I need you to, This is um, your thing. Okay. You're right. Okay. It's one of two things. It's either um, Mega Lucario or... Mega Garchomp. It wouldn't be Elaine? Uh, no, Elaine doesn't show up at first. Uh, I don't think. Uh, it's been a minute. I only watched it once. Just because it's the only one I like doesn't mean I know everything about watched it. Watched it once more than me. Uh, uh, I watched bits I'm inclined pieces. to say Garchomp. I'm inclined to say Garchomp because the Garchomp goes, you know, crazy. Uh, like, yeah, they, they, there's the mad Mega Garchomp. I only watched XYZ, weirdly enough, and then, like, just had someone recap it. Um... I think Garchomp makes sense, especially because they love bringing back Cynthia for no reason. I mean, I'm down for it. It's just funny at this point. Uh, Garchomp. He's actually Sycamores. Is that what you're... He's actually Sycamores. Is that what, are you locking yeah, in Garchomp? Yeah, let's just go with that. Sure. Garchomp is unfortunately incorrect. No. The answer... Is it Lucario? It, no. It, the answer is actually ah. Mega Blaziken, owned by Blaziken Mask. That's the one oh. I meant. Not Lucario, it's Blaziken. That happens very early in the anime, like in the first couple yeah. episodes of XY, I believe. Yeah, it's in the uh, Lumio City, yeah. Yeah, because that's where they start. So it's... Uh, yeah, it, it was like right there. But that, I mean, Garchomp was a good guess. I think that was like the second. Mm. So, my favorite part about uh, Blaziken Mask, the character, is that he rides around on a scooter with an Amphros. I <laughs> re- oh, that guy. That yeah, guy. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. And the Amphros has a helmet. Someone's dad. Yeah, the Amphros wears a helmet because safety first. God. Um, okay. So your next question is your Pokedex entry question. As always, you guys are one for two currently. This question is going to come to you from Gray the Gray. It's Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire entry states, This Pokemon is extremely territorial. No one should ever approach its nest. This is for their own safety. If angered, they will attack in a furious swarm. Who's that Pokemon? So Beedrill's my first thought. So territorial. Um, yeah, Beedrill sounds good. Uh, I mean, it says swarm, so I'm willing to bet that it's probably a bug type. It'd be weird if it wasn't, right? Like, you just called it a swarm. Ah, uh, yes, a swarm. <laughs> a swarm of Nummel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I say Beedrill. Beedrill is actually correct. You guys got it. Two points there. Hey! I'm, I don't Yay. know the last time anybody got the two points on the Pokedex question, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I mean, this was Thank just you, like every other episode in the anime. Ah, a bunch of yeah. Beedrill! At the beginning of every anime, like, okay? Literally. Literally, yeah. Yeah, within the first ten episodes, obligatory Beedrill episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, hey, uh, the Dex entry you would have gotten otherwise is from Pokemon Blue, and states it uh, flies at high speed and attacks using its large venomous stingers on its forelegs and tail. Uh, I figure you would have gotten it there. All right, so you guys are three for three. But it has six legs, not four legs. That means this next question is worth up to three points for you guys. There are seven answers here, but I only need six. Two point, two answers for each point. 
to get you up to three. If you get all seven, you get bragging points. And this is from this is from Gus. Curiously enough, in Pokemon Sword and Shield, there is no mention of the person who developed that region's Pokemon storage system. Who are the other developers slash maintainers of storage systems mentioned in other mainline games? Bill! Thank uh, you, you do Bill. have to lock them in, uh, and you get three strikes and you're out, right? So so we're locking in that one. Yep. Lock in Bill. Yep. Um, Bill, Bill did do it in Kanto and in Johto. Locking in Lynette. That is correct from Hoenn. Uh, Bill and Bebe. Lynette. Are you locking in Bebe? Yes. That is correct. Bebe and Sinnoh also is correct. Uh, <laughs> and I'm out. Uh, uh, help. Yeah, the, the other ones are hard. I do agree. I do this believe. This is hard. The other ones are hard. I think I know Callus is off the top of my head, and that's about it. Uh, it wasn't. It was no. That was, she was the dream lady. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, uh, how many do we need for a point? Uh, two more for all three points because you guys are at four. You got Bill, Lynette. Oh no, you only got. Oh, never mind. You only have three. You only have Bill, Lynette, and Baby. So you're only at one point. Or so if you get one more, that's that's two points. Um. Uh, <laughs> Isn't there a, most of them are forgettable? I will. I will admit most of them are forgettable. <laughs> you do have the hint. I you mean. Did, uh, you give up the bonus point for the hint because you did get questioned too late. Yeah, might as well. I sure. All right. So, uh, so you've got Sinnoh, Hoenn, Kanto, and Johto. It turns out in Kanto there is one more guy in the remake who helped out developing the boxes um, or Pokemon storage systems that helps you unlock creating capabilities with Ruby and Sapphire in Generation Three in uh, Leaf Green and Fire. Just because of those crappy Sevi Islands doesn't mean we know their name. He's like the only guy that helps you get to the Sevi Islands, okay? I know, but I uh, thought that was Bill. <laughs> that's useless. It wasn't Bill. It was Bill's friend. Uh, he has a Steve? prominent Pokemon card, I think. I think he had a prominent Pokemon card. Uh, um, let me... Let me, let me uh, look. I, I think he had a Pokemon card. Yeah, okay. yeah, he did. It was, call, it was called Blank's Network. It was in, uh, it was in Crystal Guardians. Uh, search your deck for a basic Pokemon or Evolution card, excluding Pokemon EX. Show it to your opponent and put it into your hand. Shuffle your deck afterwards. Uh, it begins I think with, if anyone knew begins this offhand, they might be a sociopath. Begins with a C. Uh, Is it Carl? No. Um, uh, wait, wait, wait. Um, Leo? Yes, that okay. is correct. Okay, you guys the got card, two yay. points. The card helped. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's there's uh, there are three more. Uh, you know, Vakalos and Alola. Um, and Bonus Alola. Lola. I didn't. Yeah, he's just not. Yep, that is correct. Oh yeah, Melane is. A, yeah, I do yeah. I, I, yep, I just didn't think because it does. They don't say Moan's box when you go to use the. Yeah, the that is true. That is true. The, That's the, the so system. Like, weird. Yeah. Uh, yes. But he is in the Pocapelago, so I actually just yes. didn't think he counted. He does count. He does count. Okay. Um, and Unova then are the only other two you're missing. Uh, I believe I can uh, give you some hints. Uh, it's really hard because like these are like the two that like nobody cares about. Um, because who who really who really cares about who made the box? There's a reason they stopped mentioning it. Whoa, he got a supporter in X and Y. Cool. Well, yeah, of course they stopped uh, mentioning it. They realized putting the name PC was like an extra box of text, no so you just cares. interact with it and it yeah. pops yeah, into I the know. thing. <laughs> Um, Do you know who did it in Sword you, and Shield? You I met don't know. Him in, I do it for my bag. <laughs> you met him in Camp for your town. 
um, in X and Y. I don't even know what else, I don't even know what other hints because he doesn't do anything else. Um, he he didn't actually create letter. the system. Uh, C begins with the letter C. Yeah, it's you. I don't think you're gonna get it. I'll be honest. I he has like si- he has like six, six lines one. of text. Yeah, that's the Gen, Gen Six one. Oh, maybe it's not. Um, begins with the C. Th- maybe that's five because I remember Amanita. Yeah, that's oh, the name. Okay. that. What, that is that. correct. That, that sounds like that a is name. correct. Okay. That is Unova. We're there. Got him. Okay. There you go. The the one you missed was from Kalos, and that was Cassius. Yeah, that would never. No, that wouldn't have gotten that. I have no idea who that is. I was gonna say Carl. Yeah, that was a fun was question. Carl. Thanks for that, uh, was it? Gus. Much like my Roman Thanks, history Gus. final, friggin' Cassius. <laughs> uh, fun fact. Uh, this is this is on my notes. Uh, other people who manage storage systems outside of the mainline games are Bridget for Pokemon Box and Pokemon Bank, Haley, Haley who runs the yep. ranch in My Pokemon <laughs> Ranch, and Grand Oak, who manages Pokemon Home. So there you go. Fun. If you would have given me one of those answers, I think I would have just given you. Th- <laughs> <laughs> in all honesty, all I knew right. Haley off the top of my head is the weird thing. See, so you guys are uh, six for four. You guys can get seven points here. This is your base stat question, as always. Uh. And this one is going to come to you from Chief Pancake. Which Pokemon with the quick feed ability has the highest speed stat? See, that's just rude. Why we gotta know this ability? Uh, well, it's not Breloom. No, it is not Breloom because 60 is not enough. Um, watch it. I mean, they're all pretty slow. Oh, wait. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's Jolteon's hidden ability. Oh, it, well, that's it. That has to be it. Yeah, I was like, why do I, I'm like... 130? It can't be fast. And I'm like, wait, no, I'm pretty sure Jolteon gets that. Um, I can't think of anything faster. I think... Okay, I happen to know because one of my favorite Pokemon had Quick Feet. This is going to be my suggestion, but it isn't faster than Jolteon. It's a Scolipede. Um, but but then it changed to Speed Boost, speed. didn't it? No, it has both, I think. Um, or maybe it was... Bef- maybe that's what it changed to. You're right, you're right. Uh, well, either way, Jolteon is faster by default. There, it can't pop. Yeah, well, I could be wrong. Is the thing? Um, well, no, uh, that sounded correct when you said it. Okay, that sounded well, correct. Because like they kind of, I remember that like it's Jolteon I'm gonna and Flareon. I'm going to explain this. Jolteon and Flareon uh, <laughs> both get better at the Flareon thing they're guts. good at with their uh, when status. Yeah, and then they couldn't figure out anything for Vaporeon, so they just gave it Water Absorb. No, they gave it hydration. Oh, then yeah, then it's a, it's also stat interaction. So yeah, yeah, a status interaction. Yeah, yeah, well, Jolteon. Jolteon is correct. Uh, next in line for if you ever go to a Pokemon bar that has Pokemon themed trivia for this. Tell uh, me next where up, it is, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I always I always like give the fun facts like here's the list of Pokemon that are after it, and it's like you'll never need to know this information. But if you're curious. Um, the next highest base speed stat is actually 100 with Lanoon. Just huh. Lanoon, not Galarian Lanoon. Galarian Lanoon does not get it. And Mighty Yenna with base 70 after that. That's pretty low. I, th- I think yeah. that went low real fast. I think Lanoon <laughs> still has it. I don't think it has any difference in its abilities. Uh, I don't know that Galarian Lanoon has it. Let me double check. Because I know uh, Lanoon shares no abilities with Obstagoon. Galarian Lanoon. That's fine. Oh, no, you are correct. You are correct. It does mm. have it, then. Mm-hmm. Galarian Lanoon would have it. Uh, is Galarian Lanoon's space speed any different? I don't think nope. it is, though. still 100. Yeah, it's still I know, because it goes yeah. down to be Obstagoon. Yes. Not much, actually, I don't think, down. I don't think it actually changes 
at all. I don't think its base stat's different at all <laughs> between regular and Galarian. I don't think they are either, but man, did normal need it, so. Yes. Uh, all right. That is going to be uh, seven points for you guys today. Yay. Which is, uh, I mean, that's good. Um, it's still anybody's game currently. Uh, we are at, uh, let me see here. Uh, where is Sublime? And, He's right there. Important. Uh, well, yeah, I meant where, where was his name on the sheet? Oh, you guys are actually tied. Um, I did not realize that until now. So we're going to sort. So tied for first place now, we have Seth, or not, uh, we have a three-way tie between Seth Vilo, Sublime, and Linian at 22 points. We'll take it. Yeah. Uh, in f- sec- fourth place, which is second place, uh, is our Sigma with 21. In fifth, we've got Shark with 18. Tied for sixth, we've got Whimsicott and Mark with 12. In eighth, we've got Shamu with seven. In ninth, we've got Claude with six. And in fourth, we've got Yushiro with four. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. So it's still anybody's game. This is pretty tight. This is, I think this is the most I've seen, uh, the most number of people I've ever seen with 20 some points, uh, in a very long time. So it's still anybody's game in that race to 30. But if you want to hear more Puckles Pokey Quiz, please tune in next week to our episode where it'll be here. Until then, we are going to kick it on over to the topic. We have another review this week coming to you from our friend Momar's Mail Tewani at Podchaser. I've been listening to this podcast for ages now, and I have to say it is my favorite podcast as the uploading schedule is almost never late. Well, no worries, Momar, as long as there are no issues, it will never be late. But on that note, thanks to all of you guys for reviewing the podcast wherever you can find it. And hopefully we can go ahead and kick it on over now to our topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be the Pokemon World Championships trailers that dropped. Um, I don't know. I don't really want to talk too much about Worlds because I kind of want to recap that next week or something from a competitive yeah, standpoint. Yeah. But uh, we, the new information. We did get new information about Scarlet and Violet. Also a little bit about the TCG, which I kind of want to hit on. I think we, I want to hit on the mm-hmm. TCG stuff first because it's probably the least exciting for a lot of people. But I find it very exciting. I, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised by the decisions that they're making really just feels very cyclical because i've been i've been playing pokemon long enough both like in the tcg and in the video game to kind of see mm-hmm. cycles and this one's a cycle because this is legitimately what they did in 2016 when they announced new tcg mechanics for the sun and moon format mm-hmm. we had all these really powerful exs running around and then they go oh hey we're gonna slow the game down we're gonna come out with these pokemon cards called gx cards you have to evolve into them though they're only the maximum evolution you have to evolve into them and it did it did a really good job of slowing the game down for a little bit of time. What they do this every year is they slow it down, and then for the whole progressive year, it keeps getting faster. Well, yeah, then they get mad that they slow it down. And then they're mad, like, how did this happen? And it's like... Mm. Pretty much. Then what ended up happening is we got, like, Tag Team GX Pokemon that really ruined it uh, in that sense and sped the game back up. And so they're doing it again. They're slowing it down by bringing back EX Pokemon, but the lowercase EX Pokemon. And if you've been playing Pokemon for a very long time... This is exactly how EX Pokemon originally worked back in Gen 3. Mm-hmm. It was always just the highest evolution got EX Pokemon. They are a little bit different now because there's they're claiming that the HP values on like stage 2 EX Pokemon is going to rival that of VMAX Pokemon, which in the trailer you could kind of make out some HP values on some of the newer cards. The Magnezone specifically, you could see like 330 HP on the Magnezone EX, mm-hmm. which is pretty fat, by the way. I mean, we're talking, you're looking at like Calrex Ice Rider. VMAX, and that's like 320 right now. I can only think of a couple cards that have something comparable, like uh, Eternamax, uh, Turn of This VMAX has that, and uh, there's somebody else with 330. 
that I'm just forgetting right now. Urshifu. But yeah. Urshifu. Yeah. We've been that high before. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm just glad that they are tuning things down a little bit. Oh, yeah. And to get ahead of something I've already seen posted all over the internet, no, Coridon and Miraidon are not a new crystal type card. What they have done is what they have done before. They have scrubbed the type yes. symbols to keep Miraidon and Coridon's types off of the cards. Yes. They did the same thing with, uh, with Zamazent and Zashin when they showed them back in 2019. Yeah. So, no, they're not uh, a new crystal border or a new type. It's not what this means. No. Yeah, they've already crystallized the EX logo, which is kind of yeah. cute because like that's what they're using as their terrestrialization, I guess, in some sense. And the cards actually look really cool. Like I'm a big fan of what the cards look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they just look very, very pretty. I am sure they'll, that Coridon and Miraidon will get colors once because they didn't even put energy values on the attacks or anything either to make sure that you we don't know what type the cards are going to be. But the but what they have shown with like uh, Magnazone's frame and all that yeah. looks they look so excellent. cool. Yeah, my wife. So my wife is just like a casual collector of Pokemon cards, and even she was just like, "These look really cool. Like the cards themselves just like really cool." And uh, they actually they honestly remind me of like the old EX cards from like Gen Five more than they remind me of modern day uh, Ultra Rares, mm-hmm. which is I uh, think it's a good thing. <laughs> The only thing I like uh, about modern day cards is I like the full arts and maybe the full arts still look the same in yeah, that sense. These are the standard cards. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see how the, the full arts look. Yeah. I would be very interested. Aesthetics matter for a card game. It doesn't matter for the game, but for collectors, it matters to some extent. No, that's why, that's why it yeah. matters. Cause if people collect cards, so yes. like aesthetics count. Yeah. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would argue most people, like most of the people who are buying Pokemon cards are just casual collectors. Like, I mean, it, have you seen? When Magic the Gathering nearly killed itself by uh, doing these really awkward art frames. I want to say it was in like 2004-ish. They look terrible. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I believe you. <laughs> um, but they they saw people who, even though the game was basically the same, there wasn't a bunch of design shift. They saw a massive drop in their sales because people just didn't like the cards. They felt bad. Yeah. Uh, they felt ugly. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's really cool. I like in terms of statistics, I don't know if it's cool for like wizards, but that's okay. Mm. <laughs> they're fine. Yeah, they're doing okay, I think. <laughs> I think they're doing just fine. But yeah, that's the TCG news, which is I, I don't know. It's very exciting seeing a new new mechanic. I was kind of personally hoping that we just get some kind of next evolution of V, so we could just keep the V cards. But um, unfortunately, that appears not to be the case. Uh, we do get Pokemon EX back, which is I don't know. It's kind of like going back to the beginning to some extent, and I kind of, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. The video ended with the new standard, and I'm like, it can't be the new standard <laughs> if we've had it before. I'm just saying. I mean, like, they are different, though. In that it's a retread. It's a retread. It's definitely, Re-hit. it definitely is, but with, like, the power creep, right, that exists in the card game over the past, you know, 20 years. Uh, everybody's here for the video game news, because there's plenty, yeah. like, they, they should release, like, a less than two minute trailer, but it's stupid dense. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of things to go over and i think they're a lot of fun to talk about because they're very competitive focused because this is for worlds uh which just is more exciting in my opinion like the video is literally called competitive play trailer yes it that is what it's called like, they, they, they're letting you know who it's for mm-hmm. i'm actually really excited about a lot of things so one they try to show off terrestrializing again which is like yes obviously we know that that's going to be big but not dynamax that was very big too big some might say too big. Yeah, it's just not as exciting. Though. I mean, they shared some fun no. combos that like people have definitely probably thought of at this point. 
like Colossal mm-hmm. turning into a water type to take a water type hit and then activate its own spe- steam engine. They showed like Tyranitar turning into a ghost type so it's immune to the fighting type attacks. It's just strategies that we all saw coming, right? We did get the cool hat though for the ghost types. I actually really like the ghost type hat because it's got like the channeler thing and then it's got the ghost come out of it like that. That's a good hat. So the Gen 1 ghost pre Silvscope, it's great. It's perfect. It is the best version of a very stupid aesthetic. <laughs> I hate that they have to wear a hat, but it's a cool hat. It's a say something hat, yeah. I'm waiting for them to physically sell me these hats. They have to, right? Like, it's going to be a thing. They're going to try to sell me a hat. What it's going to be is they're going to sell books for making balloon animal hats. No, no, please no. Tell me I'm wrong, though. (laughs) I think you're wrong. I do. I don't think that's what it's going to be. I think they're going to make some cheap, sad, lopsided flower you put on your head. (laughs) And you're going to feel bad about it when you wear it. I really hope it's a cool hat. I don't know. I'm thinking someone's going to make a custom version themselves that's going to be way better than the... Oh, yeah. 100%. There's going to be good cosplay for this. That, that's always what happens. Yeah. If nothing else, uh, there are a whole bunch of people who, like, set up booths around worlds going, all right, let's get some balloons. Let's uh, let's figure out how to do this. Also, we successfully predicted there'd be a move that yep. changes their type. Yeah, I think we talked about that in the in the mailbag, yeah. so it'll be, it'll be after this. <laughs> Literally, yeah. It'll be there, but, like, it makes sense that they yeah, would. You'll hear that. past us talk about <laughs> it. Yeah. And, and specifically be like, yeah, how it's going to work is it's only that if uh, you're in that type and I still think it's a bad idea. And you know what? I still think it's a bad idea. But here we are. <laughs> they did give us some other things. So so the move is called Terror Blast. It does change type into the type you've terror typed into. It is normal otherwise. When you use it, actually picks your attack or special attack, whichever is higher. Yeah, it'll scale with your highest attacking stat. Which is- It's a little bit different than like Shell Smash, where like it chooses whichever one's going to do more damage, which is probably a crazy intensive calculation. I just assume it runs both twice and then picks the better one. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the way to do it if you're going to bring back Hidden Power in some form. Like, it, this is Hidden Power. It is Hidden Power, but you're the type now. That's good, because then you have the weaknesses of that type as well. If Landorus wants to go become an Ice-type Pokemon so he can hit another Landorus... It is more than welcome to because ice is a terrible defensive type. I, I there are a lot of I, I, it definitely brings drawbacks with hidden power that is definitely welcome. I still think overall it's probably unhealthy for at least four things that were already good. Like this is nasty on something like Gyarados or specifically something like Spectrier or Regieleki who maintains dual stab now because it has of uh, whatever it's called. Transistor. I hesitate to say that this is a good thing. This is the best implementation of something I wish wasn't in the game. Some things might become too strong with it. Then they can just move on out, you know? It's fine. I think it's a good thing. Some things are always going to be too good, you know? And even then, like, in VGC, like, uh, I mean, I don't want to talk about how it shook out, but you look at the top teams in VGC this past weekend from Worlds, Everybody thought, like, Zacian's the most broken thing in the world, and Zacian wasn't, was, like, very much not, like, pre- like prevalent through every team. It did win Worlds, but it wasn't the Zacian Kyogre core, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a guy writing a lot of stuff ca- to counter that in a lot of ways. Yeah, if you're too popular, everyone gonna come for you, you know? Especially at World, it's fun to see. Because mm-hmm. it's people who can do it well, yeah. Yeah, if you can play against counter it well, I think you could definitely make it. And I, I'm sure th- the same thing will happen here. 
I have to admit, like, even though we got we had like Dexit and like the culling of moves and the culling of Pokemon in Generation 8, they did a very good job balancing competitive. Even if Zacian was like a little overkill, we, people ended up finding ways around Zacian. Mm-hmm. So they, they, I think that I trust Game Freak to an extent. Uh, and like Terra Blast, we don't even know, we don't even know it's, uh, it's base power. It could be base, base 65. Power. Like, so who cares? You know, base 65, sure, have it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm guessing 80. Uh, I could see. I hope that. it's not. <laughs> I can see it. I like 65, so it can't be technician boosted. Uh, that's nice, but I feel like it's not going to be technician. But I definitely think, oh, this is the move you use of your new type. They're going to want you to feel powerful. They probably will want the kids in the game to feel good. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, so I don't think it's going to be that way. Like, yeah. It's going to yeah. be not that low. I don't think it's going to be too high. But I definitely don't think it's going to be that's We know it'll be broadly available. It's on a yeah. TM. So I think everything will learn it. Like literally everything can learn it. Yeah. yeah. I, it can says it. it's a normal type move that can be learned via TM. So I assume it's going to be very broad. <laughs> I imagine everybody will be able to. Learn I it. think it's an everyone can. It's a protect. Yeah. Well, pr- even protect notably had some outliers. Like uh, f- until Gen Eight, you couldn't put it on Regigigas, for instance. So hmm. I did not know that actually. That could have been a trivia yeah. question. Uh, that could have. It still can be. <laughs> it still can be. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we talked a lot about uh, Terror Blast. There are definitely other things to talk about. That's not my favorite move that they even revealed. Yeah, it's the shedding for me. Yeah. Two moves. They revealed a couple moves, and it's actually very exciting. I did not pull that page up for some reason, but go Let, into let's it. Let's knock out the, the, the new items, though, and then we can save the, the move and the thing that it's associated with for the end, because there's some speculation we That's can true. have here. That's true. Yeah, okay, so there were some new items that were very exciting. I also want to go into like the little battle stadium stuff they showed us as well. Yeah, yeah. There were three items they showed off. I think I'm going to go from like least impactful to most impactful. I think least impactful is probably going to be Loaded Dice. Loaded Dice is an item that if a Pokemon is holding it and is using a multi-strike move, that move is going to be more likely to hit more times. So essentially, like if you're using Bullet Seed or Fury Swipes or something like that, there's a chart that it chooses how many times it actually hits, and there's a percentage for how many times it hits. And I'm sure it'll just skew that chart. Yeah, maybe it moves you up a tier. I could see it legitimately just like... Reskewing the the numbers. Changes the sizes of the tiers. Well, right now, if you look at the numbers for, uh, let's look at Icicle Spear, it's like 35% chance to hit two times. Thirty. It's the same for all of them. Yeah, it's yeah, 35% it's yeah. for uh, three, 15 for four, and 15 for five. I could see them totally skewing it, so maybe it's all even. So you could just, you know, hit 15 times. Or maybe they just, like, forget the two times and, like, everything else gets re-skewed. So it's, like, three to five. Gets rescaled over it, Yeah. Yeah. The power of this item will be inherently based on how it changes things. I mean, just use a skill link mon if you're going to do that. Well, like, I mean, there's some Pokemon... There's some Pokemon that only really need, like, a guaranteed three hits to really make a difference with some Like, moves. Breloom was yeah. the one that they showed, and I think it's fantastic as an example, because if you hit three times, you beat out every other good grass stab it has by yes. a solid 15 to 20 base power. And that's before you get into the benefits of, like, breaking subs or whatever. Yeah, that's a good example because it has technician. Yeah, yeah. exactly. My favorite multi-hit spammer, Chinchino, for instance, does not actually get a whole lot out of this because it's None. giving up a health item. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it still gets technician boost, but that's on average not better than choice band uh, skill link or even life orb skill link that's a lot to talk about an item we don't think is very good <laughs> yeah it's not very good no but it's got niche uses yeah the next most useful is probably going to be one more for vgc than for singles 
but will be covert cloak. This hooded cloak conceals the holder, protecting it from the additional effects of moose, which is great for fake out specifically, which is the one they use to demonstrate. Yeah, I mean, it's also good so you can't get like hacked, right? From like Thunderbolt, you're not going to get paired from Thunder, Thunderbolt. You do it to get around fake out. and Not to say that's the only thing it could be used. Yeah, but the other big meaningful protection is Electroweb, Breaking Swipe. Oh, good points. Icy Wind. Nuzzle. Rock Tomb was very important in this year's Worlds. It was actually very important for the speed control from the Groudon. There are a lot of moves that have uh, guaranteed secondary effects that I think Covert Cloak is going to be relevant on. For instance, uh, it should be noted, it's not that you can only take damage, like it's not that kind of protection. If someone uses Thunder Wave, you are paralyzed. If someone uses Nuzzle, you aren't. Because that's a secondary effect to the damage. Even though that might be the primary reason you use the move, it isn't classified as the primary effect of the move. Uh, rock Slide, Muddy Water, those just don't... That would be bad for Rock Slide, actually, because a lot of people depend on Rock Slide flinches. Statistically, you're likely to flinch one of the two pretty often. So now, at least one of them can just be like, no, you're down to a 30% to only flinch one person. But actually, Rock Slide's a great way to fish for uh, who has it. Yeah, actually... I don't think you stop running Rock Slide, but I think it's something that can help you if that's something you're worried about. It makes Rock Slide less of a brainless click. Uh, and in a thing with items claws, this is another valid option, uh, which is always welcome. Very valid, because you do run into a lot of things where you you ha- use one item on something and you're like, well, what do I put on this now that I took its one item? Uh-huh. And Covert Cloak's probably going to be a good option, mm-hmm. especially on any mod you plan on leading, because... Or you need to stay up and make sure they don't get faked yeah. out, right? Um, yeah, because the protection from fake out, or like flinches especially. Yes. Oh, chef's kiss. Absolutely. Mm. The other one that I think is the biggest, and probably this will affect singles, but also to some extent will also uh, affect uh, doubles. Mirror herb. This herb will allow the holder to mirror an opponent's stat increases and boost its own stats, but only once. And the example they used was like a belly drum Azumarill. A belly drum. Like, best case scenario. And then the Satitan that was holding the herb got that. My only question is, let's say that you you and your opponent are both holding it, and you swords dance, and then the mirror herb procs for your opponent, and they get, this, they get the stat boost. Does your mirror herb go off, and then you also get the stat boost again? I think yes. Sounds like yes. I think that'd be cute. I mean, and then Linian also brought up that it breaks Ubers uh, for, <laughs> Xerneas, for Xerneas, because then you could just get the Xerneas boost. Imagine if you got a shell smash. It only says it copies increases. Yep, yeah, that's correct. I know. It only copies increases. Um, so here's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, no, what if it copies your ally? No, it explicitly says an opponent's. Yes. You do not target this. It's the first opponent to boost their stats. Yep. Everyone's going to start running speed boost to nerf it. That's right. Just run speed. You know, honestly. Yeah. You definitely like, could. You can go faster, but you ain't getting any. You ain't getting my swords dance. You can have my speed. Yeah, that's not a terrible idea. I really like this as a, as an item. I think it's going to be a very tech item. I don't think it'll be very standard. Yes, I, uh, I think it will. Ubers cha- where it will be standard. I think it will change the meta. I think people will be aware of it, and it's something mm-hmm. that could definitely shape shape the meta on its own, or at least make a a, yeah. a ripple effect. I think Covert Cloak will be bigger in doubles and VGC, and I agree. It seems like this would be better in singles a lot of the time. I agree with both. Yeah, the, with those statements, uh, very much. I, so. I just really want someone to be to have their Xerneas and be very uncomfortable clicking Power Herb Geomancy because they know at any given point they just bring in the Calyrex and it dies. <laughs> I'm very excited for all three, though. Yeah. I'm more excited about loaded dice than I should be. I think they're just all really cute. 
I, I honestly, I think this is a better trailer than we've got for Worlds for Competitive than we have in a very long time, maybe ever. Mm-hmm. Just based on the fact that they're like, here's some cool items. And then they showed us know. like... I uh, just remember the Mega Kanga scan reveal, which did change. Uh, it did, it did. <laughs> but they didn't do... I don't think they did that intentionally, but... No. <laughs> Gen, Gen 8, they did a similar trailer and they, they revealed neutralizing, neutralizing gas. Neutralizing gas. And they had yeah. some items that changed. Some things. items. Yeah. None of them saw play. Mm-hmm. I think all of these are better on average i think loaded dice is about as good as uh room service yeah i think covert cloak and mirror will see play uh and the terra pulse i actually forget what terra blast terra blast will absolutely play that's my favorite thing they showed so the they did show a new move uh but it's on it's in conjunction with a new pokemon because so far it looks like it's only on this pokemon uh it's called Cyclozone. i should hope so this thing mm-hmm. needs incredibly yeah. limited dis- Cyclozar is a dragon normal type Pokemon. It looks very much like Coridon and Miridon. And apparently, like, this is just, like, the version of them that everybody owns. Like, every kid's got their Cyclizer. Yeah, it's Lizard without a D. It's Cyclizer. It's so weird. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I kind of like him. <laughs> it's like they took the, the idea from Gen 7 of Ride Pokemon, and then they were just like, okay, but what if the Pokemon's life was just that? that that's what Cyclizer is. He, he just seems so happy. I, he's probably happy. We did breed him to be happy to do this job. Uh, he he gets heat out of it and food. the the thing of The thing about Cyclizer that I really like is he's normal type because he's domesticated. Oh no, I do like that though. Right, like it's like yeah, he's been around humans so much. He's not like this edgy dragon. He's he's dragon normal. He's just around. He's just around. Description was, this Pokemon has lived in many households in the Paldea region since ancient times. It has a mild disposition, and people riding Cyclizer are a very common sight. It appears Cyclizer don't mind being ridden because of the warmth of their rider helps stave off the cold. Cyclizer can sprint at over 70 miles per hour while carrying a human. It's extremely hard head and thick live tail. Are not only useful for maintaining balance and absorbing shocks while sprinting, they also provide effective ways to attack during battle. It's what everyone else is going to ride while you're riding your Coridon Miridon. <laughs> yeah. While you're riding the cool one? Yeah. I love the little guy. Uh, he's very clearly based on the Basilisk Lizard, also known as the Jesus Christ Lizard. Um, a lizard that can run across the surface of the water. Yeah, yeah, that one. And I, I just really like how he looks. I, I really vibe with him. Uh, but he's got a great move. <laughs> the move. That's like, oh my god, the move. It's called Shed Tail. It's U-turn slash Volt Switch, but instead of uh, just, like, switching out and doing damage, it actually just creates a substitute and passes it to the next Pokemon that comes in. So, notably, it costs 50% of your health. Instead of 25. And it rounds up instead of down. So you can only ever do this once in a battle. Uh, get some lefties. You're fine. Well, you could probably do it twice if you got, like, leftovers. Yeah, well, you have to heal, but... Yeah. uh Basically, it's very difficult to do it twice, they, which is unique. Nothing else rounds da- rounds up. It always yeah, rounds down. That's true. It's a it's so, very cute move. It's cool. Very cute move. I like it a lot. I I mean, I like it it's, a lot. It's probably uh, going to be very limited in distribution, though. It's definitely going to be. It has to be because it's going to be like on Cyclizer, and Cyclizer is going to have like garbage stats. Calling it now. Really, the only thing that matters is speed. Well, speed and HP because it's. Yeah. I assume what you're doing right. is you're paying half to get a sub that's a quarter, um, oh, which is a true. fine trade with the trade, uh, with the switch. Like, yeah. that's that's Agreed. fine. It needs to, yeah. That'd be most. I don't know. I don't know if it's a fa- fair Watch trade. Watch it to be like, 25. 
I don't know if it's a fair trade to like put it on your team and then like need another five Pokemon. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Switching in with a sub for free? That's... Yeah, and... If it works the same way as subs have up until this point, and the fact that it's That's... the sub doll makes me think that it does. Oh, it definitely let's does. Let's say, yeah, let's say you do this and then bring in something defensive, or at least bulky. Yes. It's now got their defenses yes. on top of this thing's health. So if it's got, say, junk HP, let's say it's only got like a base 50, that still goes a lot further on something with high defenses than, uh, say... I don't know. It's basically slow U-turn on something that cannot be slow. And it's a substitute. So if you switch out and they use a status move, there's yes. it's just it's just gone. That is true. I I don't know, but if it's only this Pokemon, and maybe this Pokemon's not great. I don't know. It's gonna be like it's I mean I, I wanna see base stats before I really say how good it's gonna be, right? Yeah, I'm saying it's potentially very strong. Oh, potentially, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. Um yeah, but Psych Wizard is, I don't know, the design too, it's just, what does it have to do with Koridon and Miraidon? And I don't know. Here's my theory, and I have not been like reading leaks or anything. This is just me spitballing. So you know in the trailer how you see the, you see the, the guy at the beach? Yes. And you're seeing your Koridon or your Miraidon? This is what I assume. You are a person who has a Cyclozar, like basically everybody, and you go to the beach. And then you're special. And something happens on the beach. A rock falls between you and your rival. Something happens on the beach. Exactly. <laughs> a meteorite falls, and then you just have the power now. It's it's also conveniently also a wristband. I think it's a permanent mutation. Like, something happens to your Cyclozar. It definitely is. That turns it into the one and only Koridon and Miraidon. That's my thought as well. Whether it's tied to the future or the past or whatever. I think that uh, basically... Your Pokemon is going to get Super Saiyan right in front of you, and then he's just your bike forever. I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you that that's what's going to happen. Uh, it's just going to be like, yep, your uh, your Cyclizard turned into this. It's not an evolution. It's just uh, some kind of mutation, kind of like Deontay to 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 Carbink. Carbink. I hope not. That's what we'll I imagine. I, that's kind of what I imagine. I really don't like that. I hope that is not the case. But if it is, that's cool. I I don't like it as much. I don't like it too much, but I can definitely see that being the case. Like, if they want to keep their whole future past thing, what it could be is they used to be Koridon, and then we domesticated them into the tamer Cyclozar, and then in the future, we completely violated them biologically and upgraded them into Miraidon. So... I don't know, because, like, the the thing that bothers me about that is literally just the naming convention. Because like yeah. Koridon in the past, right? And then we just uh-huh. we change its name to Cyclizer, and then we just go back to Rhydon with uh, Miraidon. Well, yeah, when we domesticated it, it stopped saying Koridon and started saying Cyclizer. So we're like, well, I guess its name's changed. And Cyclizer is also, I don't know, he also looks very alien. He looks exactly like Excel R8 from Ben 10. You know what? You're correct. I want everyone to stop listening to the podcast or at least continue. Google that and tell me I'm wrong. You're probably, you're not, you're not. I, I absolutely know what you're talking about. So I wanted to talk about a couple things. Um, and one last thing, not a couple, just one. They showed off the like battle stadium, quote unquote, as well, which looks almost identical to the sword and shield battle stadium with casual battles, rank battles, online competitions, rental teams, blah, 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 blah. They didn't like make a note of how you can battle your friends, which would kind of make sense in terms of competitive. Mm-hmm. That gives me hope that maybe the way we battle our friends is we just go to each other's game and then we just battle each other in the overworld. 
This is going to be what I harp on for the next uh, three months. And hopefully that gets us past timer. Even if it doesn't, it means we can do some really funny stuff uh, like the water gym. To go there, you need to go to the actual in-game water gym for Summer League or a beach. That's what I'm hoping because I think that would be the best way to handle it. Honestly, like if you're battling your friends, go do it here. And if you're going to go try to do ranked, you have to go to a specific location to do ranked. I do like the battle background that they have for what appears to be online because it feels like a back alley uh, dogfight. It doesn't feel like this big stadium. <laughs> I like the big stadiums from Sword and Shield. There was a lot of good world lore that I've really liked out of that in terms of like how gym leaders become gym leaders. I'm just tired of it. No, I really like this one because it, it feels more reminiscent of... I mean, it honestly looks a lot like the Pokemon Stadium 2 battle background, like when you battle your friends in Pokemon Stadium 2, which I think is very cool. It just gave me those vibes. I hope that this means t- we can get around timer. I'm just going to... This, this is my mantra for the next three months. If we can get around timer, I'll be super happy. So I have a question. Uh, do you think that Koraidon and Miraidon will get shed? Uh, I think they... Do oh, they- I hope not. <laughs> Uh, I mean, well, if we're I imagine about, they will. Oh, but Cyclizar is so up in their business. I imagine they like will. They would get it then. If Cyclizar is related to them, I think they will. I just, I hope not because, well, I guess we can just ruin uh, Ubers again. Why not? Yeah. Three generations in a row of just not caring at all about what Ubers is and breaking it. That's fine. Oh, I didn't realize we didn't get the types for Co-Ride on a Miraid on yet. I thought no, it, we but, still don't have them. Oh, we don't have I them. Mean, looking. I mean, Looking at them, I feel yeah, like you can infer very strongly. Yeah, <laughs> but, I think we all know what they are, even though we don't know what they are. Like, uh, I feel like Miraidon could be two. It could be steel or it could be electric. I feel like electric is more likely. It's definitely electric. It's definitely electric. I feel. I feel like. I feel like Miraidon's definitely an electric dragon, and then Koraidon. I'm like, yeah, that's a fighting dragon right there. That's a Kobo. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's fighting dragon ninety percent, and the other ten percent is rock. Yeah, uh, I still think it's probably going to be fighting. I, I think fighting is more it's likely, fighting. specifically with the feather headdress. Yeah, I think it's going to be fighting, and then I think Miraidon's just going to be... I didn't realize we didn't have their types Definitely. yet. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, we don't have their types to the point that they're hiding it on the TCG cards. I, well, that's why I was surprised that they hid them on the TCG cards, because I'm like... I'm like, yeah, no, it's obvious. We all know this, right? I didn't realize... We, we didn't. all know this. Why we, we act like we don't? Yeah, I didn't realize that we didn't know yet. Well, that's why people were talking about a crystal type in the TCG, because oh. they're like, look, it's got no color, and they still haven't shown it off yet. Oh, man. No. Oh, man. I, no. I just thought we needed the types looking at them. <laughs> okay. Nope. It's like it's like the world's worst held secret. It's like, yeah, the one that the one, the one one that was still very surprising to me, probably in retrospect isn't really Zacian and Zamzenta, but is probably like Lunala and Lunala and Sogaleo. We knew those immediately, though. Solgaleo. Yeah, we did know those immediately. You're right. I, which was kind of disappointing uh, because Solgaleo totally should have been like fire. Within a month. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Yeah, everyone's like, well, he's like, he eats the sun. He's not a fire type. I'm like, yes, but he's a reference to alchemical metals. Yes. He's steel type. It's fine. I would have liked him to be fire. It would have been cuter. Ah, uh, yes. We all know that the moon is a ghost. It used to be a sun, but then we killed it. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I think ghost from the moon fits pretty well because it's like nighttime. If only we had a type for something that was dark out. Uh, yeah. Well, in J- Japan, it's not dark, right? It's evil. Dark is, yeah, it's evil. Well, it's an ambigu- It's a word that's ambiguously both. I think there's like a... I forget which language it is. There is there is a language where like dark type is like its own word in that language. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that has nothing to do with the trailer. 
with what we saw <laughs> revealed today. But yeah, I mean, it was, I'm I'm very excited. The other thing is they did announce Worlds uh, 2023. This is a very good place to stop, I guess. Uh, it's going to be in Yokohama, Japan, which is actually really exciting for a number of reasons. Yeah, finally, change it up. Mm-hmm. To be fair, it's always been in the U.S. until it was not this past year. Mm-hmm. It's always been like North America. I, I guess Vancouver happened once, right? So yeah, in Hawaii, which is U.S. but not continental. Yeah, not continental. Yeah, and going to Japan is very exciting because I mean that's where Pokemon's from, and so I mean I I I am going to make all of my efforts to go, whether as a competitor or as a spectator. Mm-hmm. Most likely spectator. So I'm going to try to go. It's going to be a blast. It will be a uh, very very good time. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm very excited for that. I also like the little ad they did for it too, where it's just like it's going to be in Vermilion City. <laughs> Yeah, that was cute. That, that was, was very, very cute. cute. That was very cute. It's going to be in Vermilion City. We mean Yokohama. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be cute. I've been meaning to go back to Japan anyway. So this will be, uh, it'll be a great time. But yeah, I think that's all I have to say about all of this. I don't that's know if all you they guys gave have, us. I mean, that is all they gave us. It was it was a nice little news drop, though. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Keep it coming, Pokemon. Feed me for the next three keep months. More regularly, please. Yeah, and keep giving me type combinations that are unusual but previously existing so I can continue to clown on other co-hosts who insist like, that they're new. Yes. <laughs> you buried that. Yeah, I think it... Well, I mean, some of them are just like, oh, this was on one Pokemon that we just forgot existed uh, because Pokemon... The Drampa Erasure. Yeah. The Drampa Erasure. Okay, yeah. Drampa is Imagine forgetting Drampa. I will... Uh, yes, I can, and I will. I will forget Drampa. <laughs> He was good once a long time ago, and then never again. <laughs> to be fair, he did make. Yeah, he he was always TCG good. Card once. He, he had did a good TCG card once. He did. I do remember Drampa GX. I do remember. I, Drampa I GX. still Drampa immediately won my love, and that was when I read his dex entry about burning someone's house down because they were mean. Yes, and I knew that we were a kindred spirit. <laughs> uh, that is Drampa. Drampa is adorable. Uh, did it? I think it made it into Sword and Shield too. Yeah, good for it. Was in it did, base. Yeah. It was in base. Sword it was and in Shield. base, and it was wow. really hard to find because yes. it was a version exclusive only in the fog. Wow, good for you. In Drampa. one area, good for you, Drampa. Good for you, bud. All right, well, that's going to be our topic today. Uh, we've got the Pokemon of the episode coming right up for you guys. So we are going to kick it on over to that. We will catch you on the flip flop. <laughs> And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National X number 802, Marshadow, the Gloom Dweller Pokemon. This Pokemon can conceal itself in any shadow, so it went undiscovered for a long time. You know, fair. (laughs) Actually, I like that a lot. Right? That's kind of fun. I like that a lot. Okay, so my one of my favorite Pokemon movies, despite what the general public thinks, is Pokemon I Choose You. Uh, I really like that retelling of like Ash's story. Uh huh. And uh, and they do the thing because it it's what they used to do. And I thank God I think they've stopped. Is the movies always had to have like a random mythical shoehorned into it? But I really like that for that movie that because Marshadow's in that one, mm-hmm. and Marshadow like has Ash go into a deep depression or something. It's uh, I re- I really really like that though because you're just you see all these Gen One Pokemon plus Ho-Oh. I love when Ash goes into a deep depression. Yeah, I mean, he does. Like, that's the thing. Like, it, it, it's one of those, like, uh, it was almost like a, this is a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. Or it's a wonderful life moment. Um, I, 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 but, like, seeing, seeing like, all of these Gen 1, um, they did have some Gen 4 Pokemon in there, too. Because uh, it, it was still the time where it was just like, when's Gen 4 remakes coming? And I think they literally were just doing it to mess with people at that point. But, uh, 
and then you had Ho. Meanwhile, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, they're like no Alolan Pokemon whatsoever in that entire movie. I think they're well, maybe there's an instant roar, but uh, yeah, it's it's very funny. It's just I, it, it's it's cute that it's just like oh, this Pokemon wasn't discovered because he was just like hanging out in the shadows. Literally, totally into it. I mean, and Marshadow is a good Pokemon. I mean, there's there's a lot of things like Spectral Thief is a very good move, mm-hmm. especially in a meta where Zacian exists. Just saying. Where you can just steal the boost of the Pokemon across from you. Mm-hmm. Also, ghost fighting is an insanely good type with an insanely good stat distribution. It's just real good. I remember in like the creative the creative Pokemon metas that they create on Sh- Showdown, like they would always have uh, they would they like when they made the fighting ghost Pokemon, everybody was like losing it. Yep, because it's it's really good. Because <laughs> it's good typing. It's a good typing. It's all. I mean, the same thing happened with Ghost Normal, right? With the Hisuian Zoroark. Which was also another good typing. So it's uh, it, it's just cute. I don't know. And then Marshadow itself is a cool Pokemon. Uh, my favorite thing about Marshadow as well is when you get the shiny, the shiny doesn't reveal itself that it's shiny until it uses like a Z move or a Spectral Thief or something. Or Spectral Thief. I think it does it with Spectral Thief now because there's like they can't not show that form, right? Because it's it's not really a form. It's just just what it looks like. Yeah, it's just what it looks like. But yeah, it's it's very cute. Very, very cute. All right, so let's jump into this team. This team is for Series 13 in VGC, where pretty much everything goes. You can have any Pokemon you've ever wanted on this team, and it shows. Um, what What is more frightening to me about that meta is that barely anything's changed, by the way, so far. Um, nobody's really playing it, right, because it doesn't hit cart until September 1st. But people that have started looking into it, it really hasn't evolved much past, like, the Zacian Kyogre course. Uh, that were already very prevalent. So, uh, though it doesn't look like Sasha and Kyogre is going to win Worlds, so that's very exciting. So, on that note, we are going to go ahead and uh, get started. Linian, you wanted to kick it off. I'll let you do it. Yeah. So we are starting off with, unsurprisingly, the poke of the episode, and it's a Marsh Shadow. Yeah, it's a Marsh Shadow. Well, yes, it's a Marsh Shadow. It's the question of the stats, which are four HP, two fifty two attack. And uh, 252 speed with technician as the ability. Don't forget the focus sash because he's a he's a very frail boy. I mean, it's base 90 HP, 90 defense, 80 special defense. So we're working on a spectrum of frail. But yeah, he's frail for mythics, right? Like that would normally not be considered. Zashin exists in this meta, and it'll just play rough you to death. Yeah, but that's that's more of a problem of being a fighting type than it is being frail. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. It's also just Zashin's fault. Zacian's a stupid Pokemon that shouldn't exist. Look, look, Marshadow isn't necessarily frail. We're just in a very uh, different environment. It's like how Krillin is absolutely powerful in everything that isn't Dragon Ball. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. I agree with you. Like all, I, yeah. Like if you threw a Dragon, if you threw Krillin into, I don't know, Bleach, he would just solve everything. <laughs> So, uh, you know, you got, you got, you got, uh... I agree with you. I agree with you. I will now name all of my Marshadow Krillin. (laughs) (laughs) It's got some very good moves. It's got Spectral Thief, which steals the stat boost of enemization and also other things. It's got Shadow Sneak, Close Combat, and Endeavor, which combined with its Focus Sash really sucks with Shadow Sneak. It is doubles, though, so you can get knocked out. Uh, if they focus you, just be careful. Um, uh, and then it's just a physical attacker, so we're going to combine it with uh, just another physical attacker. But this one's faster. It's Regieleki. 
Just a little bit faster. Just just a little bit faster. Um, it's got a life orb transistor for its ability, with Jolly as well, because you got to outspeed other Regieleki. Uh, transistor, because it only gets transistor. Uh, wild charge, bounce for max airstream. Assurance, uh, difficult to proc unless you do a shadow sneak. Uh, and protect, because this is VGC. Yeah, it's VGC. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, that's frailer than your... Uh, <laughs> that's going to be frailer than your Marshadow. Frailer than a Whalmer. Uh, fra- Whalmer's actually pretty... I only said it because it rhymed. I don't think Whalmer... Uh, that is no comment to reflect the uh, frailty or lack thereof of any whale wait, shape. Wait, 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 wait. No, now I need to know. Whalmer's, Whalmer's defenses have to be absolute trash. They, like, have to be. They definitely have to be. They definitely are, but its HP would be very high. Uh, yeah, Whalmer's, Whalmer's defense and special defense are base 35. Yeah, frailer than a Whalmer. There you go. That's a fun yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would, that would be something to say something about, like, a weak sauce person, right? Uh, but, all right. <laughs> because, uh, the meta hasn't evolved, we have a Zacian on this team holding its rusted sword with the intrepid sword ability. With a uh, very crazy move spread. This team, by the way, uh, I forgot to mention, is from uh, a, another Pokemon podcast named Pokesports. Uh, they do more competitive stuff on YouTube. Uh, so we did borrow that from them today. So thank you for that, guys. 44 HP, 204 attack, 4 defense, 4 special defense, 252 speed, out of it nature with its uh, behemoth's blade, protect, sacred sword, and substitute. No, no play rough here because substitute, I guess. I'm sure they have a better reason than I do. Uh, Kyogre is also on this team because again, once again, the meta just, it just hasn't evolved <laughs> and it doesn't ever get to see, I'm very sad. It doesn't get to see like VGC tournaments. I'm actually really sad about this because like, this is what I've been asking for for years. Like just demythicalize all the Pokemon, mythical Pokemon and let us go ham. So Kyogre with choice scarf has the drizzle ability, 252 special attack, 252 speed, four special defense, timid nature. Cause you go and go fast like Sonic because this Kyogre is not about Dynamaxing. Okay. This Kyogre. It's about hitting fast and hitting hard with Drizzle, uh, because you've got Water Spout, so you just go first, and you, you Water Spout, Origin Pulse, thunder, thunder, and Ice Beam. You're just speeding along, man. Hitting everything fast and hard. Uh, actually, I remember one of my first memories playing, uh, playing competitive Pokemon, like, in person. I went with Sigma to a VGC tournament, and, like, right before we jumped in, he goes, I think I'm just gonna run Choice Kyogre. Choice Garf Kyogre, because I don't think anybody will expect it, because they'll want Primal Kyogre to come out instead. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm just going to click Water Spout a lot. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. So good for him. Good for him. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, I mean, this is a very classic Kyogre. It's a, it's a very classic Kyogre. But yeah, there are uh, two more Pokemon on this team, and I'm going to let Sublime talk to you guys about them. There are two more Pokemon on this team, and one of them is Tornadus. Yeah, Tornadus. He's running a mental herb. Uh, it's the Prankster variant. Uh, so, uh, the OG. And we've got 252 HP, 252 speed, 4 special attack. And then it's got a timid nature. Uh, you got the tailwind, which you can, uh, prankster. You got the taunt, which you could prankster. Then you got protect and hurricane for staff, which works great with Kyogre. Kyogre. So there you go. And then, uh. All there for that tailwind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love a tailwind. Gotta have speed control or yeah, some some sort of speed uh, like mechanic. In- absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, something for turn orders. And then you got Eveltal with the assault vest. Uh, it could only run Dark Aura, so <laughs> don't ask. Uh, plus, I just told you. <laughs> EVs are two thirty six HP, twenty eight in defense, four in special attack, 
12 in special defense and 228 in speed. So that seems... Uh, it's base cool. 99 speeds. Yeah, it's probably to beat 95s because it's base 99 speed. So it's such a weird speed tier to begin with. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, not quite full. Mm-hmm. I bet it's 95s. Yeah. Uh, but we run in Snarl, which is great in the VGC. Uh, Oblivion Wing for the heels. Uh, Sucker Punch uh, for the... Uh, uh, oh, that would work mm-hmm. with insurance as well. That's another good pair for insurance. And then Foul Play. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I love that it gets to use both. Get someone that can use both. Yeah, I mean, and Oblivion Wing is like probably one of the best flying type moves in the game. So Yeah, uh, absolutely. You have all that going for it. But yeah, this is a great team. If you want this team, we will definitely be distributing it to patrons. Uh, all shiny all the time for everything that can be shiny. <laughs> if there are doubles for things that are already up for this month, uh, I'll definitely replace them with random Pokemon. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. Because I think there's already a shiny Zacian and a shiny Kyogre on the on the Patreon list for this month. So they will probably be swapped with something else. What that is, I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. But yeah, grab that team while you can. Uh, have some fun with it. Hopefully you guys really enjoy it. But until then, we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! Send in your emails! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is the part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We usually have a question for you. Last week, our question for you was, what did you think of terrestrializing? And we're going to go ahead and read those emails in a moment. Before I do that, though, let me remind you that this segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. <laughs> and as always, we'll give out the Green Tauros badge to anybody who is uh, who starts a good conversation. Uh, which gives you access to the exclusive Green Taurus channel on our Discord. Without further ado, though, let's jump right into it. Our first one is going to be from Bear this week, and uh, Sublime's got this one. I do. Hi, Puckle Crew. I like to throw in a little lore discussion about the origin of terrestrialization. If Paldea borders Kalos, just like Spain borders France, could terrestrializing have something to do with the ultimate weapon? I doubt it, but... Probably, probably not, because they like to ignore that other games happened most of the time. They completely, yeah, like everything <laughs> is so isolated. Also, Pokemon, as we've learned in recent years, is a very uh, isolating like region because they don't let Pokemon in no more. So I highly doubt it. <laughs> okay. You got to go where you're welcome, you know. Uh, maybe Paldea was at war with Kalos and the ultimate weapon was fired to nuke Paldea. The crater in the center of Paldea could be the impact crater of the ultimate weapon. But it was never fired. Uh, I'm pretty sure Yeah, the that, weapon wasn't uh, the fired. The crater in Paldea will be explained in Paldea, so... Yeah, I don't think the weapon was fired. The weapon was never fired. Yeah, the weapon wasn't fired. It was stopped before that happened, and we got two immortal things, uh, like a Flabebe and a dude. It- uh, Floet, Floet, not Floet, yeah. Still... It was never fired. <laughs> yes. Also, we know what that energy does. It made evolution stones into mega stones. <laughs> yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 That is all very true as well. If that was the case, the land, which is Latin for Terra, for those of you who <laughs> somehow don't know that, of Pladea, sorry, uh, Paldea, sorry, that was a typo, not me, experienced an effect similar to a nuclear fallout and absorbed all of the crystal energy that led to Pokemon mutating, equaling... Terrestrializing. Uh, I'd also like to point out that Diancie is a mutated Carbink. Carbink lives in Reflection Cave, which is right next to Geosenge Town, where the ultimate weapon lies. So maybe Diancie's mutation is an extreme form of terrestrialization. But it's not a mutated What do form. you think about this theory? No. Um, I think it's a really fun headcanon. I'm, I'm sitting here with, like, the, you know the, you know the gif with, uh... 
I also do love Diane. See, Danny DeVito saying no. <laughs> Always nope, sunny. Nope, like that's nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's not that's, that's kinda like that's kinda like what my feeling is. Uh I don't mean to It's a fun fan there. theory. No, it is. Yeah, uh Lillian fan brings fan. up a very good hole in it though, in that the weapon was never fired. Never fired. Uh, <laughs> there were there were a couple of things that have happened in the game series that uh fan theorists will insist are the core parts of every game forever. Oh, they'll insist it's like canon. I'm like, yeah. girl, and, and they haven't said that. The, the like, weapon is probably the most modern example of this. Mm-hmm. There's the war, and like, it's sure. like, okay, can we just? Sure. This was a throwaway bit of dialogue. Can we just move on? Yeah, it's. I don't think it's that deep, people. I really don't. It's yeah. been don't ten years. A company that can't be bothered to like do a lot of things is sitting around storyboarding all of this lore to this extent. Oh, they absolutely are not. They absolutely Exa- are not. Exactly. Yeah. That's they got deadlines to meet. They can't be. They they don't. Yeah, they ain't doing that. <laughs> because if you do look at the map, it might be, it might actually like match up with Kalos's map. Also, if there's a crater in Paldea, I'm assuming it's related to the story that we'll find out in. Paldea. Do you know who was never really at war with France that much? Spain. Like, there were some bits, there were some border disputes, but there was a mountain range. It was very hard to invade. Right, if anything, we all know if any country was going to get aimed at with the ultimate it's weapon. It's Galar! It would have been Galar! <laughs> 1,000% though. 1,000%. Do you, do you know how often France has been at war with uh, England? Literally half of the wars! <laughs> all right Remember that so uh yeah fun cannon a uh, he- fun head cannon though so thanks for that bear fun head cannon our next email is gonna be from zay paladin what it do puckle crew hope Did everyone you? is doing well i would have written in earlier but i've been busy traveling on vacation and starting a new job well congrats on the new job congrats i have to say despite being in between two jobs and not having much to do i had zero free time I don't know how that works, but I can't complain. It's called being an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very aware. It's a very exciting time for me, both professionally and personally. In particular, I've been hype, rehyped for the launch of the next Pokemon game. This will be the first main game I will be experiencing with Puckle, and I'm looking forward to it immensely. It is actually a blast. Yeah, it's it's great. The first like month after a game comes out is actually pretty pretty great. Uh, with all the pleasantries out of the way, I'll get right to the topic. I think that Terra Terras, uh, the new gimmick is, has a very complicated name for a children's game. No. Yeah, I might be alone here, but I didn't know how to spell terrestrialization until I typed this email. Okay, I think hard we'll to get spell. used to, yeah. I think we'll get used to it eventually. I think it's very, if you don't see it right away, uh, that it's like Terra and then crystallizing, it's very hard to like piece together right away. And I don't think they were very good. I mean, that's how they make half of Pokemon names is they just yes. jumbo two words together. Like, I agree with people you. People are acting like they have, like, hello. Okay. Here, here's how you spell it. No double letters. You're fine. Yeah. It, it's like if you look at, uh, I don't know, if you look at the past three gimmicks, like they weren't that hard to spell. Like Dynamax is just, I mean, three syllables. There's a lot of syllables here. Okay. Uh, uh, that's, that's my problem. That being said, I think that everyone else that we've seen about it is very good, both from gameplay and a competitive standpoint. There's plenty of strategy for VGC when it comes to predictions and planning around which Pokemon will turn into what new typing. From a Nuzlocke standpoint, there's also a great deal of options when it comes to coverage, at least defensively. I don't know how a Nuzlocke's going to work in this format of game. I'll be fair. I'll be honest. I haven't seen any tall grass for randomized encounters. It looks all overworld, which to me I prefer, but it makes Nuzlocke's functionally impossible. So you could say you prefer. I really like that Sword and Shield tried to mix them. I think they did it poorly. Well, I agree. 
I like having the grass because I I don't know, a little part of me likes is a little sadistic, right? And I really like the one person encounter hunts. No, no. I think the way they handled it in Pokemon Legends Arceus could make me okay with this. Yeah, I mean that's basically yeah. what it is, other than you have to enter yeah. a battle to catch it, but Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Which is perfectly fine. I like that better, honestly. Especially if the Pokemon aren't running away from you per se. Mm-hmm. Probably as much in, in Scarlet and Violet as they did in PLA. Uh, while it comes down to luck for what Terra type you get, it would be great to have easy access to fire stab, fire type stab that isn't locked to two Pokemon lines in a game, with one being your starter. Sorry, Gen 4, you're catching some heat. Ha. Mm. Um, also, I wanted to mention that if it's included in the desk, technically the fire type tentacle regional might still be real. Just saying. <laughs> well, that's all I have for now. Looking forward to... Uh, to when we finally get our hands on Scarlet and Violet. Take care, Zay Paladin. So I do want to point out one. He talked about like the availability of types and things. Um, mm-hmm. There's something really cool about Gen 8's new Pokemon. There are at least two Pokemon of e- at least two evolutionary lines of every type. Yeah, they did a very good job with that. And I yeah, they always try to take at least one. Yeah, but sometimes with say ice types in Gen 7, uh, they skew too hard. I think. That the fact that they like went out of their way for Gen Eight, I feel like that's going to be more the norm going forward. So I wouldn't be too worried about having another Gen uh, Gen Four Gen Eight scenario. I've been very well. To be fair, Gen Four a- added quote unquote like a hundred some Pokemon, right? Yeah, most of those Pokemon were just evolutions to old Pokemon. Well, not most, uh, but a big chunk. There was a lot of them. There was a lot of them. Yeah, I can I can think of like twenty right off the top. Yeah, of Yeah, and there's about twenty to thirty, but there were like. More than that added. Yeah, but of the fire types, they they only added the Infernape line, Magmortar, Heatran. and Heatran. That's it. And then Magmortar, <laughs> yeah. you can't even get until post-game. Yeah. Uh, yep. And Heatran's obviously so If you wanted a new fire type, you should have chosen uh, Infernape, I guess. Yeah, they're pretty, they've been pretty good about it, I think, the past few times. Yeah. Where, I, mean, I mean, Gen 4, let's just say, had some missteps. Yeah. It definitely did. It definitely did. All right. Well, thank you for that one, Zay Paladin. Our last email this week is going to be from Rich. And you've got this one, Linian. Do. Hello, guys. For the third, for now, the third time, I'd love to answer your question of the week and weigh in, if I may. Aesthetically, I don't love nor hate terrestrializing. Nope. Nope. I'm out. I love ter- well, Okay, carry on. Sorry. The shiny gem veil looks okay, in my opinion. Cerebi has a small write-up on it, saying it could be used once per battle. I'm interested to see if it's, like, Gigantamaxing, where it only lasts three terms, or if it's for the term of the battle. But, uh, but that... What? But only that Pokemon in that battle can be Terra. Uh... Oh, but only that Pokemon... It's like, once you use one, you can't have everyone. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Basically, we, we're pretty sure it's not turn-locked. Everything about it seems to be... Battle permanent. Oh, did they announce? I don't. I don't remember the Dynamax. The Dynamax. Yeah, they did. They said for three turns, even back in the okay. beginning. Honestly, I think this is being recorded before the topic, but and maybe maybe Future Us knows better, but maybe they'll announce it at Worlds. Yeah, more I, about how it works. I really think it's going to be indefinite. Um, it says uh, by needing this Terra Orb item to even Terra or to even Terra Pokemon to begin with, it makes me feel like it's going to be Sun and Moon with a separate Terra type orbs. Perhaps no, we know that's not how that works. Sorry to say. Um, if so, we'll probably get them handed to us with gym leaders at three mini games. Nope. Uh, my last point, the Terra Boost will change the competitive aspect with how it moves a stab bonus to seemingly whatever the t- Terra type you go with. N- no, Terra Boosts are if you move into a type that you already have. Otherwise, you just pick up stab as normal as you move. 
Yes. Yeah, so if you're a water type and you Terra boost with water, then it's boost. Yeah, you get the normal stab boost, but if you're fire type... It's like adaptability. ...who boosts into fire... Yeah, if you haven't seen the video... Your fire gets even stronger. Yeah, this person should watch that video, because that was explained. Yeah. Yeah, Go watch that video. It's a good video. I think it's also in the press release. As well, if you just want to read it. Uh, what he's, he says, what I'm hoping for is that every Pokemon will have access to a Terra move pool. So if you have Terra Fire, for instance, you can use something like Fire Punch, if that makes sense. No, no, please do not do that. No. I don't think they will do that. I was thinking about it, and Terrestrialization is already almost like the return of Hidden Power, but not. But Hidden Power was bad. Please don't make this more. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason it was removed. <laughs> I could see them bringing in a move like Hidden Power where it changes to to like the same type as your as your terrestrialization Terra type or whatever. Yeah. So like Hidden Power Ice was spammed everywhere, right? Think about this. Like you can use Hidden Power Ice, but now you're an Ice type. And defensively Ice type is awful. Specifically if so it's a normal type move that only changes into your Terra type when you've terrestrialized, then it's fine. But please do not give things widely expanded move pools just because they have a Terra type. It would it would be bad. I think the only way your Terra type will interact with the Pokemon is if you terrestrialize. I don't believe it would be anywhere. I don't think they would make a move that interacts with the Terra type outside of terrestrialization. Yes, and I I keep seeing that, and I keep what is is hmm, unless you have the it, unless it's normal type otherwise, and basically you just have hidden power, and then you don't Terra with that Pokemon, and that's a problem. I think it's mostly just like Arceus's judgment, right? But Terra. Sure. Maybe. Maybe they could bring back hidden power, but it's only normal type. You make it. it we we talked about it last type. week. You just make it base sixty five, yeah. so technician doesn't boost it, mm-hmm. and then you're fine. Yeah, like there are ways to do it. Uh, also, make a physical and a special version. There are ways to do it, but man, is it not just giving people access to an expanded move list based on their terra type? Uh, overall, I'm moderately excited for it. It definitely gives off Z crystal vibes, since I don't feel like one single item is all we'll need to destroy NPC fools. Uh, I'll sure listen to the next week's episode. Love to hear your thoughts. Thanks again, Rich. So to be clear, we get a Terra, uh, the Terra orb that we get is a, con- is a semi consumable. It comes back every time you use a Pokemon center that lets you terrestrialize. Uh, no, no, it's not a Pokemon. It's not a Pokemon center. There's actually like a little thing you have to go to, to recharge like a little plant. It's that or a Pokemon center that was on the thing. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. So if you hit up a Pokemon Center or if you find a crystal in the wild, you can recharge your Terra crystal, which lets you generate one orb. So basically, it's so that you can't spam it in story mode. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, it's good. I prefer that. It, it, it's basically like a little power-up Estus flask. Uh, I think it's I think it's actually a very elegant solution to keep, keep the games a little more dynamic. But how it works is uh, you throw your one-size-fits-all Terra Orb, and your Pokemon has one specific Terra type, and it will always terrestrialize into the same type every time you hit it with that, when, when you hit it with your Terra Orb. Mm-hmm. And each Pokemon will have its own. So if your team of six, they have six separate Terra types that are determined by that specific Pokemon, not its species. It's like nature's. And I assume there's going to be a DLC where we make a souffle that your Pokemon can eat and it'll change its Terra type. 100%. 100%. Can we get Terra Tapas that change the type? I'm into it. Terra Tapas. Right, because now you have to catch ostensibly, yeah, like 18 different, yeah. <laughs> Terra Tapas. That would be a good shirt. Oh, you know, that would be a, be a great uh, Puckle commercial. Terra Tapas. Yeah, that'd be a cute, that'd be a cute shirt. 
too. Because like you could once we know what all of the little like crowns look like, you could just like make tapas that look like those. Oh yeah, you could do that so well. Yeah, I know. Oh man. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Keep that in the back pocket. Uh- <laughs> Terratype tapas. Here comes a shirt, guys, in December, just in time for Christmas. Oh, then the, we can do the whole radio bit about like people breaking their teeth when they eat them because they're just rocks. Man, maybe, possibly. All right, <laughs> uh, green tourist badge. Do we? I I like Zay Paladin. Yeah, I, I think Zay Paladin. Sure. Gets it. Zay Paladin, you get the green tourist badge. Heck yeah, man! I, he already has it, but that's okay. He won. He won it again. He gets mm-hmm. it twice. Collect them all. Gotta yeah. catch them all. All right, but. We will go ahead and give you that. Uh, if you want to email us next week at PucklePodcast at gmail.com, please go ahead and let us know what you thought of Pokemon Worlds, whether it's the trailer or the competition, any of it. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and if you want to keep up with us throughout the week, please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you catch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash PucklePodcast. You can also, of course, follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Podcast, where I stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, some kind of Pokemon. And then, of course, if you would like, you can always support the show by going over to Patreon at patreon.com slash PucklePodcast and getting things such as shiny Pokemon. Uh, and on that note, that is uh, everything that I usually say at the end of the show. So I have been Trainer Thatch. I continue to be Swan. And I'm Lydian. And in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.